Welcome back to the Anointed Naturals podcast. I'm Jerry Lanska, and the message we have for you today is faithfulness. We're on the Fruit of the Spirit series, and it's going fantastic. I believe that there's something with all of the fruits that the Holy Spirit develops in us that is beneficial for our daily lives, our daily walk with Christ. They're all important. It will help our everyday lives at work, at home, with our families, on the jobs, working with our dreams, all the faithfulness and patience, joy, love, all these things come out of us in every circumstance that we deal with in life. And today, talking about faithfulness, we may have gone through painful things that can cause trust to be broken with people. Faithfulness comes from a place of trust. And we need to understand one thing for sure, that God is a God full of truth and love. So we need to get past that place of full surrender and faithfulness will be so much easier to come out of us when we surrender to God, surrendering to him and his love. And it's all about being faithful to him as well as understanding his faithfulness to us, the things that he said in his word that is true and it will come to pass. The first function of faithfulness is to equip us to be good stewards of God's things. We all want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant, when we're in heaven. The words that we're going to hear if we've been faithful over what we've been given here on the earth. And Daniel in the Bible is a great example of a faithful man. In Daniel chapter 6, verse 1 through 3, it says, Darius the Mede decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces, and he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. The king also chose Daniel and two others as administrators to supervise the high officers and protect the king's interests. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all of the other administrators and high officers. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him over the entire empire. It's amazing to see that through God giving Daniel gifts and abilities and, and trusting in God and using the gifts that was given to him, like he became the top of all the administrators under the king. And he was trusted more than anyone else. And that's why everyone was so jealous of him, because everything he did pleased the king. Every idea he had worked out and benefited the kingdom. So he was found faithful. Everything that Daniel learned and grew in and the skills that he used, you know, he grew over time. So we have to understand that instant gratification is an enemy of true success. That means we don't want to have things now if we're not ready for it. We don't want things quick and easy and bypass the road to success and the way we learn and grow and develop things and just get our final results. We want to spend that time learning and growing. John chapter 15 verses 12 through 17 says, this is my commandment, love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the Father 
has told me, You didn't choose me, I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my command, love each other. The Lord made Adam a steward of the garden, but because of his unfaithfulness, the Lord had to drive them out of the Garden of Eden. God doesn't want us to lose the privilege of ruling over things that he has for us, but he will only trust us with as much as we can be responsible with until we've been found faithful with that, and then more will come. The word says that when we're faithful with little, we'll then be rulers over much. But it's not until we're faithful over the small things that God has given us that more will come. So whatever stage you're at, whatever level you're at, whatever job you have, whatever step you're on with your goals and your dreams, any plans you are working on, just know that you need to be faithful over every step, even the first small stages. Never despise small beginnings because you'll reap a harvest, you'll reap rewards if you keep plugging away, keep pushing through and being faithful over the small things when you're just starting with projects and plans and goals. Proverbs chapter 28 verse 20 says, the trustworthy person will get a rich reward, but a person who wants quick riches will get into trouble. Matthew 25 verse 29 says, to those who use well what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what they have will be taken away. So that's an important verse too, just knowing that we need to be faithful, as I said earlier, over little and more will be given. But if we're sitting around doing nothing with the things that God has given us, even what we have may be taken away. And taken away could mean given to someone else who's going to do something with it. Because the thing is, God has certain plans that he wants accomplished. And if we don't choose to live for him and give him our all and give him our talents and abilities, he'll rise up others to accomplish what he needs done. And people will be found faithful. And my encouragement to you is that you will be that faithful person. So rise up and stand up and know that God is the one that gives us that privilege to be faithful, to challenge ourselves and stretch ourselves and be faithful over what he has given us. Give him your talents and your gifts. Are there things that you have sitting around your talents I'm talking about that you're not using? Things that are just on a shelf? Things that you believe that God wanted you to use but you're not? or things you're excited about but just not even sure what to do or how to go about using those talents. One of the things you can do is just pray. Pray to God that he'll show you what you can do. He'll show you the things that he has given you that he wants you to use for his kingdom in some way. Talking about those who do nothing and may have what they have been given taken away. Esau lost his birthright to Jacob because he wasn't faithful and gave in to the desires of his flesh. Hebrews 12 verse 16 says, make sure that no one is immoral or godless like Esau, who traded his birthright as the firstborn son 
for a single meal. Saul and David also as an example. Saul lost the anointing because he was not faithful with the word of the Lord. And the Lord had to rise up a new king, King David, because Saul was not faithful with the words that the Lord gave him and he disobeyed the word. He disobeyed the Lord and took matters into his own hands and did things the way that he wanted them to be done. And he had the kingdom taken away from him. He was no longer the king. So it doesn't matter what your position is, what job you have. If you're not faithful with what God has given you, even the king, the ruler over all, had his position stripped away from him. There are many that have operated in the gifts but don't stir up the gifts anymore because of their unfaithfulness. There's things that, like Saul, he was operating as, as a ruler, anointed ruler over all God's people. But if you're not stirring up those gifts and being faithful, and the way to do that is through prayer. You know, we just had a message recently about meekness, living with humility. And we have to just get pride out of our lives and know that God's way is better and that we just need to submit and do things the way that God intended us to do. Another function of faithfulness is for believers to experience the joy of pleasing the Father. The Lord really does love when we praise him and he loves when we please him. You know, the word says that it's only faith that pleases the Lord. We must live by faith. Matthew 25 verse 21 says, The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. Now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. In John chapter 8, 29, it says, And the one who sent me is with me. He has not deserted me, for I always do what pleases him. This is Jesus talking that he always does only what the Father tells him to do. This is a great example we should live out with our own lives, doing only what, what God wants for our lives. Jesus was a great example. He didn't do anything outside of the word, outside of what his father wanted him to do, what would please the Lord. He did only those things. And only faithfulness will cause us to be pleasing to him. We can become so concerned with trying to accomplish great success that we may miss what Jesus really wants us to do. God is more concerned with our faithfulness to his plans than he is of our great accomplishments and our own strength and abilities. We must know what God wants us to do and work towards those goals. Habakkuk 2 verse 4 says, Look at the proud. They trust in themselves and their lives are crooked. But the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. The great men of faith in Hebrews chapter 11 were there just because they're found faithful in the eyes of God. So he listed great examples for us. If you're standing for yourself, doing your own thing, you'll grow weary. If you're standing to be pleasing to God, he will be the one that strengthens you with joy. It is time for the church to stop treating faith in a way that only focuses on the me results, what I want, what I want to get, my plans, my future. 
God has an amazing future for us, for sure. But we need to know what those plans are. And that's by spending time with him. He'll reveal those things to you. He wants you to enjoy life. And he has the best version of your life in store for you. If you'll come to him, he will show you what those things are that he wants you to do, the places he wants you to go, the jobs he wants you to have, the skills he wants you to use. And he'll even give you new skills. You may say, I'm not sure if I have something I can give the Lord. You give God your time and your willingness and obedience. And God will fill in the rest. He will give you talents and abilities and a place to put your feet and hands to to do things for him. Whether it's in a ministry, within your church, projects that you're working on, or on your current job, God will equip you to do things that please him. There's a few actions that I have for you to do. Action number one, enjoy the full journey of dreams and adventures and not just the end result. So ask yourself, are there things you're doing quickly just to get through and get done rather than doing it the best that you can with the best ability you have to offer? So slow down if you need to and put in your best effort. Action number two, think of plans or ideas that you know that God has been speaking to you about. Are you remaining faithful and pursuing those plans? Make a list of ways of how to improve your faithfulness over these plans and meditate on that list regularly. Action number three is to pray. Thank God for allowing us to use our faith to please him. That is the way he set things up. So thank the Lord for his faithfulness towards you. The more you realize how faithful he is to his word and to us, the more we should want to remain faithful back to him. So let us pray. Thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness to us. Everything in your scriptures is a promise and you're doing everything exactly as you said exactly as was written down in the word for us, as a lamp unto our feet, a light for our path. You never deviate from your word. It's true, and we can believe it is going to happen, and the things that you mentioned in the word that you did for us, we believe it. It will never change. Now thank you, Lord God, that we have the great responsibility of being faithful back to you, because of what you've done, because of your son that was bruised and beaten and died for us on the cross and shed his blood for us and rose again so that we can be in your kingdom and accept him as our Lord and Savior. We thank you that we have that responsibility to be faithful back to you with the things that you have given us, with our time, with our finances, with everything we treasure. We want to dedicate ourselves and our lives to you because of what you've done for us. We love you because you first loved us and we want to give you our best. Thank you, Lord God, for being faithful to us. In Jesus' name, amen.